if you want to stand it's good to respect god's word and then we declare and then we close just a declaration no preaching the lord no 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 first second timothy second timothy 118 okay first timothy 118 this charge i commit to you son timothy according one version says in accordance to the prophecies previously made concerning you stop it is very possible for prophecies to be made not generally concerning you and it should not come to pass and it's from god it's fresh from heaven but this charge i do not tell you in june alone i commit it to you is the way to live is the way to get result if you want to stay holy follow god's principles and get results without lowering your standard as a child of god this charge i commit to you and i'm not talking to a stranger i'm not telling someone i'm not talking to someone i'm not willing to share my secret with i'm talking to my son in ministry <laughs> when i'm talking to pastor Flo and pastor Wally, it's different from when i'm talking to someone else this i commit to my to you my son timothy according to the prophecies previously made concerning you if those prophecies are come to pass will he be telling him what to do with the prophecy straight from heaven but there's something you need to do with them that by them by them you may wage the good warfare the word charge the word charge is the word para it's spelled paragelia but it's actually pronounced parangelia in the greek from the verb paragaleo but this is a feminine noun paragalia that means a command it means a mandate it means an order this mandate this parangalia i release to you please be seated this parangalia this mandate how many of you remember what the mandate is is from the latin word mandatu that means commanded instruction this is straight from heaven that the prophecies that were previously spoken concerning you by them with them you will wage good warfare ladies and gentlemen prophetic words are the guarantee for your victory in battles if you are down to nothing all you need is for god to say something please i need to warn you there are people who have not proven their ministry and i don't mean to be insultive there are people who don't want to work they look for a church like this they join not because they are part of us they looked at your car they saw your pictures on facebook don't be naive and they thought you were rich and they know that you've been taught to believe god's word and not to despise prophets and they are waiting for you at the car lot I have no information about that. It's by the Spirit of God. Nobody has reported that to me. Some of them sit near you. 
They want to give you a word. If you live your life by that, you're in trouble. You're stupid. Because the Bible says, even when an angel appears, test the spirit. You are the planting of the Lord. God didn't... See, you didn't plant yourself. No tree plants themselves. You are the tree of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. God has placed you here. And incidentally and apparently, didn't choose that person as your pastor. So if you... Because you met someone inside Koza, in a great house, there are many vessels. If there are no many vessels, that house is not great. So if you come and tell me something like it's a bad news, I understand what's going on. Those are distractions. If there are not many vessels, that house is not great. I mean, a church of 50, everybody knows each other. Everybody is holy. But a church of 4,000, 5,000, by any standard, anywhere in the world, that's a mega church. From 10,000, that's a meta. That's a meta church. So in a great house, there are many vessels. And the Bible says there are vessels of gold, vessels of silver, vessels of, of, of wood. No matter how sharp you are, when you begin to relate to wood, you'll be blunt. You look for iron, like you. And there'll be sparks. There'll be a lot of noise. But at the end of the friction, you'll be sharper. Hello, somebody. So whoever wants to speak into you, or speak into your life, you need to ask God, have you sent this person to me? You have to understand their integrity. Like my wife went to CD Plaza some years ago. Seeing a young lady who went in a simple way, didn't wear a wedding ring because she, she just quickly rushed to get something. Some person accosted him at the basement and began to give her a word and began to scare her. She looked at the guy and said, don't you know I'm a child of God? He said, I'm telling you, I'm a prophet of God. He said, listen, I'm a servant of God. I'm a pastor myself. The guy took off. Some of you are too naive. That's not my message. I don't know why God is asking me to say that. But if a word is fresh from heaven, from the lips of God, if the person indicted a good matter in his heart and his tongue is actually the pen of God's ready writer, if he spoke as the oracles of God, no matter how eloquent the person is in his delivery, you must test all spirit. Don't be stupid. This is not Old Testament. This is New Testament. The New Testament, everybody has the Spirit of God within them. It's possible there's a message in your spirit you are not sure. God now sends a New Testament prophet to confirm it. When I was going to come to Abuja here, my wife is a witness. I came to Abuja to do something. And somebody would have me preach in their church. In a workers meeting. Say, I'm tired, please stand in for me. I said, sir, thank you, sir. And I got there. I just began to say things going on in their workers' forum. And everybody started shouting. And they started bringing money. Started dropping. Started, everybody started coming out to drop money. And the pastor finished. When he came, I saw what happened. The guy looked at me and prophesied that God was sending me to Malaysia. Meanwhile, I was coming to Abuja. I had not told the person. He just looked at me and said to me that. Uh, he just said to himself, if this guy there comes to Abuja, I'm in trouble. He sent me to Malaysia. As he sent me, I pocketed it. Bible says to your virtue, add knowledge. To knowledge, add what? I had it because I will still go to Malaysia. But for now, I know what God is saying. Hello, sir. Am I communicating with somebody? See, Bible says be babes in malice. Be mature in understanding. 
There's some terrain people get to you. Stop them in the middle of their conversation and tell them, do you know who you're talking to? I mean, do you know whose son I am? I'm a son of Pastor Bill. I'm well taught. You can't, you can't, you can't just bamboozle me and say, go and bring the son in your village. There's, there's, I, see, I see war around you. The guy is shaking to <laughs> Say there's no war. Say if God be for me. That's the way to talk. Don't let anybody bamboozle you. Say to him, go and prove your ministry. If you do well, people will follow you. Stop coming to people who are already following people. Stop looking for fish that will move from ship to another ship. Go into the water and fish your own. God will bless it if he has called you. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Push your neighbors and neighbor, did you hear that? And I've not spoken outside my jurisdiction. It's my duty to address this church like that because I'm the pastor of this church has nothing to do with age is the calling have you found out that when something happens to a church member even the relations of that church member that has never called you before will call the pastor pastor come home oh and they're, they're, they've not done the wrong thing that's what they ought to do This thing's right to the seven angels of the seven churches. Not angels, angel. There's someone that will give account over the assembly. Praise God. So prophetic words are so powerful. You might be in the middle of nothing. You are down. Hey, if God speaks, forget See, if you're in the middle of plenty and you look back, you don't find God. God doesn't speak to you. No word. There's trouble ahead. But if you're in the... Everybody left you, but you heard God. Ah. I don't know how you will appear, but I'm sure you will appear at the other side. Because the Bible says, surely there is an end. With God in your life, never say never with God because with men some things are impossible but with God nothing shall be impossible the Bible says forever oh Lord your word is settled where ladies and gentlemen I make bold to say to you that God's word is not settled in on earth particularly in Nigeria it's hot God's word is not settled it's up to you and I to settle God's word here I said it's up to you and I to settle God's word here the Holy Spirit, I remember meditating on this some years ago, and the Spirit of the Lord said to me, Beyonce, did you know that every word we spoke, I, con- I, 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 I consulted with the Father, and the Father consulted with the Son, and we agreed, and there's a kind of spiritual ejaculation of the Spirit, and we brought forth the word, settled. Can we really say this? Can, can we fulfill this? We can. Settled. And then, released. It's settled in heaven. But not on earth. It's up to you and I to make sure that over our lives, over our children, over our family, around your radar, God's word is settled. That was why God painstakingly made you a king. Because where the word of the king is, there is power. Not where the king is. Where the word of the king is. Because it is the word of the king that establishes what is right and what is not right. That's why the Bible says, whatever you forbid on earth... Heaven will forbid it. But whatever you allow on earth, heaven has no choice 
than to allow it. Some of you have been allowing sickness and earth in your life. You've been allowing your family to go in disarray. Some of us didn't know. We, we, we do not have an idea that we're fighting spirits, not humans. We're fighting enigma, not physical beings. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places. You can't, you can't listen. When you're feeling this heaviness on you and your emotion is running haywire, and everything is messing up around you. Your life is going down and up like a yo-yo. And your finance is just going south. All you need to do is not to, to fight people or to write people. Or to badmouth your father and say, if I went to a better school, listen to me, child of God. There's a devil on the loose who hates you with passion. Who is scared of you to make money. Who is scared of you that after you've received Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost lives within you. He doesn't want you to have enough finance to fulfill your destiny. There's a devil on the loose. There are demons on the loose in a city like this to frustrate Christians. To make sure that on Sunday you are happy, you proclaim the goodness of the Lord. But Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you are down. But listen to me, there is a way out. There's a way out. The title of my message is The Battle Cry. The Battle Cry. The Battle Cry. Isaiah 55, understand. The Battle Cry. Glory be to God. The battle cry. In case you're trying to make a graphic behind me, don't show one person. Because the battle cry is the voice of many soldiers saying the same word, the same word, saying the same word, saying the same word. For as the rain comes down, my focus is not rain. As the rain, my focus is not raining. I want you to see the way the rain comes down. He's talking about evaporation system and the rain system. It talks about how that rain comes down from heaven and it washes down from the mountains down to the valley and it goes into the sea. He says, For as the rain comes down, and then in case it's not raining in your season where you live, and the snow comes down, settles on the mountain, and then melts down and then finishes in the sea. He says, But the it waters the earth and it brings forth, it makes the earth brings forth and bud. And it makes it brings forth and board. He said the same way water comes down from heaven, either through, either through rain or through snow, and then waters the earth and makes everything you've planted to board and to bring forth and to, to, to flourish, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So exactly shall my word be any day that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. But it shall accomplish what I please. In other words, what I thought about before I released the word. It shall not return void. It shall not return void. It shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing which I sent it. Hold that scripture right there. Hold that scripture right there. God says to tell you that the relationship I have with you. It's not the relationship I have with Muslims. It's not the relationship that Buddhists have with their God. It's not the relationship that Confucians of China have. The relationship I have with you is a covenant relationship. And please understand why I'm saying this. Covenant is the Greek word diathiki. It's the same word, testament, or will. And in the will, it's written that you have a part, I have a part. It's like the game of tennis. It's like the game of tennis. Two people need to play it. God says, I send my word to you. 
I send it to you and then you return by sending my word back to me. God says to tell you church, because here is the word of the Lord to you. Every prophecy that is from a genuine man of God, every prophecy in the Bible, every promise made to you in the Bible, every word of God that jumped out of the scripture, the word will release every month, the word over you every year, every single thing that God has said to you, God has spoken it, it came directly. Bible says there's no scripture that came by man's interpretation. Bible says it was given by the inspiration of God. Inspiration means God breathed out. Even though you heard it from the mouth of the man, God breathed it into him, exhaled into him. The man inhaled it so that the man can exhale it back to you. The mind of God wouldn't have been known, even though that he transferred it to a man and a man released it to you. How many of you are following what I'm trying to say to you? God says to tell this house that every time you are hearing my word, my intention is never that my word should be heard. Listen close. I'm trying to catch your attention. Every time you're listening to the word, be careful. That's a process. That's not the end. I never intended for my word to be heard. The only reason why I routed it for it to be heard is that after hearing, you should speak it. A word, I don't care the church you attend. I don't care how anointed the pastor is. If you do not say what you have heard, it will never come to pass. That's why I pity those after, I'm just in that chair to hear the word. I just take what I need to take. I like the man's preaching. I take what I need to take and I walk out. You didn't know that after preaching, I preached to you to release your faith, to claim what I preached to you. It is that 10 minutes after the word, the reason why you came to church. Pack the thing. I know I steal it sometimes. But I, I would to God that when you got into your car, you prayed into your life what you heard. That's why you keep hearing, hearing, hearing. In every church, every meeting, you can't measure the result. Because the word of God is not designed to be heard. It was designed to be spoken. The only reason why it was designed to be heard is because the gateway to your heart is through your ears and your eyes. So that out of the abundance of the earth, the mouth speaks. If you, I don't care what is abundant in your heart. If your mouth does not speak it, you will never see it in your life. Very simple truth. It's not something you've not heard about, but very hard to do. I didn't expect that whilst I'm saying it, somebody is not going to agree with me. You will agree. But did you, do, did you do some speaking this morning? Did you tell what will happen to you by the end of the service? You just came to church expecting something to happen. Some people are waiting for life to happen. Why some people make things happen? Am I talking? Listen, if you understand this principle, you can change anything in your life. It doesn't matter where you were born. Tell the expert that, 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 are, that have expertise in, in, in family curses. Tell them that your pastor told you that if you can open your mouth and say God's word, you can come out of anything. Any addiction, any limitation. We are very, there's this Adamic thing in us to pass the buck. It's the devil. I understand it's the devil, but there, there's a provision in the Bible. What we can do to the devil. Are we all still here? Didn't you see what God said in the Bible? He said, give no place to the devil. Uh, why will he tell you to give no place if you couldn't do it? He said, give no place. James, um, Ephesians 4.27. Give no place. That's to tell you emphatically that any place the devil has in your life, you give him. 
<laughs> tap your neighbor, say, any place the devil has in your life. Say, you gave it to him. You gave it to him. Say, give him no place. Give him no place. James 4, 7. Very interesting. It says, submit yourself to God. Resist the devil. He will flee from God. No, from you. You. That tiny voice. That tiny girl. Pastor Beardo, my own is not, I don't think that's my case. I just gave my life to Christ last week. From you. You. Resist him. And how to resist the devil is to resist him by words. Because spiritual battles are battles of words. If you don't know how to talk, you have already failed. If you shut your mouth or you need to open it, you just shut your life. You need to know how to speak. Goliath showed up before, before David. I wish I had time to talk about it. Showed up before David. Listen, it amazed me that the first thing the Bible records that Goliath did was to curse David with his God. He was not saying, no go better for you, David. Yeah, yeah. That way. That was not. He was reciting incantation. That guy was he was cursing. Curse means to empower to fail. You may not see a physical Goliath, but there's some person whilst you are sleeping, he's not sleeping. Releasing words to Abuja. Did you see how he smelled? The aroma, the fragrance when he came here. This morning he said, eh, You're not the problem. Your mother was a problem. If we deal with him, she will suffer. But listen to me, too late, devil. Too late, devil. I said, too late, devil. See, listen, don't think I don't know about the devil. I, I'm from a village where, where you buy a new car. You pack it in three villages and, and take Okada. Turn your clothes inside out. Scatter your head. Because by, if you dare take that car to your village and return, you're in trouble. But listen to me. I broke that stronghold from, from me many, many years ago. There is nothing except God didn't give it to me. For the blessing of the Lord make it rich. And that's no sorrow. Because somebody shout hallelujah. No matter how much you believe in that scripture. If you do not say it to yourself. It will not come to pass. That the communication of your faith. Might be effective. By acknowledging the things that are yours. Because you are in Christ Jesus. How do you acknowledge? You say it. Psalm 107 verse 2. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Somebody preaches in his church. A pastor said. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Everybody shout there. Say so. Living Bible translation, TLB of Psalm 107 verse 2. As the Lord redeemed you, are you sure? Then speak it out. Tell others. Yell it out. Shout it out. Don't keep it quiet. Don't say it apologetically. Let them tell you you are proud. Let them tell me you, you are bold. Let them say, ah, what is wrong with him? Keep quiet now. Let other people blow your trumpet. Listen to me. For many years ago, you've allowed people to blow their trumpet concerning you. And they have blown the wrong tune on the wrong key. Flatten it for you. But you're a good musician. you got to blow your trumpet. You are the one that composed it. And whoever blows the trumpet dictates the tune. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Tap your neighbor, say the tone of my life is changing in this season. See, I'm moving to another dimension. In the name of the Lord Jesus. So God serves uh, the word uh, and he expects you to return it. I serve the word, I wanted to return it. I serve the word, I wanted to return it. Ladies and gentlemen, if any phrase in God's word will be effective in your life, it is not never effective in the serve, it is effective in the return. Is never effective in the serve. It's effective in the return. 
Simple but powerful. And if God will do what he will do, let him just do it. Look at your neighbor and say, do you know what time it is? <laughs> it's 21st century. Knowledge has increased. Cancer has arise for those who don't have covenant. What will be is not, doesn't always be. Life doesn't give to you what you deserve. It gives you what you demand. Tap your neighbor and say, I'm calling forth after this message. And you know something about the calling forth that will happen this morning? The Spirit of the Lord, Lord just said to me, He said, There are people that have a lot of things waiting, hanging. I name today your day of recompense. Some people are gurus that knowing generational curses. But do you know there are generational blessings that your grandfather never tapped into? Nobody told him. Your great grandfather, everything waiting in your lineage. I prophesy to you. You're coming out, not tomorrow, today, out of this room. I say you're coming out of this room today. With joy in your heart, with laughter in your mouth, with your next level unraveling. Announce to somebody that cares to you and say, something's already happening to me. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, you need to understand Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. The Bible says the word of God is quick. The word quick means it's living. It means it's potent. The word of God is quick. It's living and powerful. Sharper than two-edged sword. This is a prophetic statement. Two-edged means two-mounted. 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 God says it, nothing happens. But when a child of God feeds the spirit with God's word and there releases what God said and says the same thing back, there is a shame there's a rattling and I prophesy that as you begin to repeat God's word and begin to say the prophecies taking them, using them to wage war, the heaven will shake this week I said heaven will shake this week the storehouses will shake this week hell will shake this week I can see a picture in the spirit realm. I see some demons that look like humans, but they don't look like humans. They are half humans, half, half demons. I see them resting on a wall, and they're saying to themselves, nobody in this family will pass here. But as you are speaking, I saw a crack. I saw a crack. I saw a crack. I saw a crack. That wall of stagnation is cracking. That wall that says nobody will get married is cracking. Very simple but powerful. Pastor Biano, give me another word for Christianity. Confession. Believe me. Give me another word for Christianity. Same talk. Hebrews 3 1. Brethren, partakers of heavenly calling, let us consider. Tap your neighbors, they really consider this today. Hey, come and help me preach. I know you've been a Christian for a while. But consider this today. I know you've been you you have titles in church, but consider this today. Let us consider number one, the apostle. It means the sent one. Number two, the high priest of our confession. Christ Jesus. Anointed Jesus. That's the Christ is not his son name, it means anointed Jesus. Our confession, our kingdom, our commonwealth, our confession. The word confession is the Greek word homologeo. From the word homologia. Homo means the same thing. Homosexual. Same sex. Lego means to talk. The high priest and the apostle is a high priest making sure that what you say comes to pass. Making sure. He taps the father and says, this is one of the people I died for. He's making a demand. It has to be done. 
It has to be done. It has to be done. He forever leaveth to make intercession. To intercede between you and God. And tap the Father say, that person is making a demand. It has to be done. He's a high priest and apostle over our same talk. Same talk. Same talk. If God wants to do it, let him do it. At least he said in his word, no, 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 no. You take what God has said and repeat it over your child. And say, the Bible says, my child shall be taught of the Lord. And great shall be his peace. Therefore, I refuse to call you troublesome. I speak peace to you. You look at the storm and you command like your father. The Bible says, God, who has called light to come out of darkness, has shined in our heart. Telling you he has given us the right and the permission to operate the same way. I thought God called light to come inside darkness. I used to think all my life that God brought light from somewhere and threw it inside darkness. But the Bible reveals to us that he called light out of darkness. That barrenness, fruitfulness is coming out. That poverty family, ah, prosperity is coming out. That stagnated family, I tell you the truth, progress is coming out. If you are the one I'm talking about, let me hear your amen like thunder. I am already speaking God's mind to you. I'm already prophesying to you. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. I said glory be to God. Mary epitomizes this concept I'm sharing with you. The angel of the Lord showed up in a shanty town and said to Mary, Blessed art thou amongst women. She didn't say, Mary, you are blessed. She said, Blessed art thou among women listen guys I, I don't believe things because someone said it i study and by the holy spirit he said the spirit of the lord shall reveal all through all truth to you i believe strongly you don't need to believe it i believe that mary was not the first person the angel went to you may not believe but i believe the prophet did not say for mary shall be pregnant he said Behold, a virgin shall conceive. A virgin. Many virgins. Talk to me. I think I'm losing somebody. <laughs> Bless the thou among women. You're one of those that have a right to bring him forth. That lady said, let it be unto me. According to that word, the angel departed. She said, what that angel, the word angel is a Greek word, agelos, a messenger that brings a message. I'm an agelos, that's why I said, say to the angel of the church. You know when they say, celebrate the angel of this church, the idolizing. Angel just means a messenger, somebody who has a message, that's all. Say, you err, because you don't know scriptures. This is not politics. It's the word. It's the kingdom. You need to sit down and learn. Hallelujah. Agelos or Malak. I mean someone. See, how many of you remember where the envelope of an important letter is? You shake the letter to one side. Tear the envelope. It's the message you are, inter you are interested in. That's why I look off any pastor. It's not the, don't, don't, don't worship a pastor. So when they say celebrate the angel of the Lord, I mean, it's just the angel of this church. It's in the Bible. It means the messenger with which the word of the Lord is in his mouth for the house. That's the meaning. There's no wings here. 
How many times does the angel of the Lord come here and bring the word to you? <laughs> nice word. Ah, Uligolinio. Ah. Did you see his suit? Ah, Uga. I pity you. See, church is not a place to make friends. After service, good. Our new church is going to have a hanging restaurant. After service, I bet you, you don't want to go home. It's over the water. The fact that the devil delayed it, we upgraded it. I'm a tough meat for the devil to chew. Some of you will understand me by December. Glory to God. I'm so excited. Glory to God. So it's not a place to make friends. It's a place after service good. You, you, when you come in with a friend that might distract you, change your seat. Receive. I want to impregnate you. Word of God is like seed. When I throw it, you don't see the child the next day. But something hits you. In nine months, in three months, in two weeks, you bring forth. It's a seed. The sower soweth the word. You don't pay attention. You can't be pregnant. Tap your neighbor say, I'm pregnant of possibilities. That lady said, Amen. When we bring in pastors here and they're prophesying and you're, you're just struggling. Pastor Lily is one of the most anointed speaking prophets I've ever met. She says it, it comes to pass. But some of the ladies on the stage, Amen, let Pastor Bill not come. Sometimes, some of my ministers are ministry. I'm watching online from America. I'm like, what? I'm shaking. My wife is a witness. I'm shaking where, from where I am. And I'm just seeing people, it's not the pastor now. It, no, 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 no. It's not about the messenger. It's the message. Once they bring it to you. See, Mary never knew Gabriel before. And there was no record that they met after that. That was not the important thing. It was a messenger. It was a message. And then he said, Behold the handmaiden of the Lord. So those of you that worship Mary, you don't know what you're worshiping. She said, I'm the hand or maid servant of the Lord. He said, Be it unto me. According to that word, I receive that word. Mary did not have a child the next day. But Mary, a process started. I prophesied to someone, a process has started. I said, those who have called you barren, this time next year, they will gather to rejoice with you. There's somebody here, since you graduated, you've not had a job. In the name of the Lord Jesus, in 14 days, if I be a man of God, from nowhere, the job will show up. And let me tell you something, it is a place of envy. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The angel, the moment he heard, let it be unto me, according to your word. Ah, the Bible says the angel departed. Q-E-D. Mission accomplished. And I could sense the angel just going to heaven and say, Huh, I've been searching for somebody who will just agree with God's word. Ah, among these virgins. I'm just searching for someone. Now, you may not believe me. 
<laughs> the Bible says she quickly packed her luggage and went to the house of Elizabeth. Let me quickly say this, I'm out of time, but always hang around those who have the same testimony with you. See, if someone sees someone that this kind of grace, this kind of anointing for so long in their lives, don't change. Suspect them. Suspect them. Suspect them. Listen, I use that to weigh, to weigh people that, that I allow around me. One of the mark of those who backbite, those who tear down church is that they are stagnated. If you are connected, you don't need to be physically connected. You see this microphone? In fact, the more the connection, the more you don't see the connection. Cable microphone from here, it goes straight to the mixer. But look at this, it's still connected, but you can't see it. But it's performing. Some of the church members here are more connected to this vision than workers. Some workers are just pillars. They're just caterpillars. They came in to tear down the church. Some workers. Not all of them. Some. So some of you will be so disappointed when you come close to some workers. Say, ah, but you're a worker now. Don't you listen? In the great house, they're what? Know why you are here. Somebody say, word, 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 word. Plan an espionage if you were the devil. You want to do harm to each other. Where will you go? You stay at the back. You go to the main, the main place now. Have I lost you? I said, think if you were the devil, you have a plan. Huh? Where will you go? Tap your neighbor and say, I'm not, I'm not naive. Then he just said, I, I think I finally found one person that can receive what God wants to bring. <laughs> so she went to the house of Mary, eh, of Elizabeth. Now, very good information. The Bible says the, angel, the Spirit of the Lord filled the lady. The baby in her womb leaped. And she was full of the Holy Ghost and began to prophesy. And suddenly she said, Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. And she goes down to say, Blessed is she that believeth. For now there shall be a performance. Before now, words were spoken to other people. But now, now, somebody say now, now, now. There shall be a fulfillment of those things which were told her. Not from the compact prophet. From the Lord. From the Lord. Now listen to me. The implication of that is that a word can be told you from the Lord. It doesn't mean it's going to come to pass. Say so for now, there shall be a performance. For now. Now. Not before now. Now that you received, you believed. Now the question is, the, the million dollar question is, how do I know that God believes I believe? <laughs> is that not intelligent? I mean, because I can say, I've been believing God. How does God accept that these people believe or these people don't believe? What does he see? When you say his word. Second Corinthians chapter number 4 verse 13. Bible talks about the spirit of faith. It says, since we have the spirit of faith, according to what is written, not what the pastor is saying, I believed. Therefore, I spoke. It says in the Old Testament there was a scripture written that I believed. 
I spoke. He said in the New Testament, that principle has not changed. He says in the, you are a new creation. You are born again. You are different from Abraham. He said in the Old Testament, I believed, therefore I spoke. He said this one, no, this principle, there is the same spirit of faith. In Old Testament, New Testament, any dispensation, if that thing will be faith, how you will know is that we believe also, therefore we speak. Anything you claim you believe that you have not spoken, you never believed it. Tap your neighbor say, I agree with that. I agree with that. Say, I agree with that. Say to them, say, because there are lots of things that I claim that I believe that I've never said. Ah, say, I know who I am. Come on, shout it. You speak with audacity. Say, I know who I am. Say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Say, I can never fail. Because the Bible says I'm the head and not the tail. Listen, child of God, it's possible you are holding a a result of failure like this. Holding it in your hand. You have a choice. You say, ah, my life is finished. There, they mark it for you. And in the middle of that challenge, you say, wow, next time I'll do better. Father, I'm not a failure. In the name of... See, what you say at that point determines how you will end. Ah, somebody's father just died suddenly. At the time you were serving the Lord, you're like, hey, is this word working at all? Is there anything called Christ? He said, mourn, but don't mourn like those who don't have hope. What you say at that critical moment can affect the next 10 years of your life. Don't let your emotions lead you. Lead your emotions. Emotions are bad leaders, but they are fantastic followers when you grab them and drag them to the purpose of God. After the service, the devil is in trouble. Ah, look at your neighbor. Say, the devil is in trouble. Say, by them I'm going to wage a good warfare. Say, thou son Timothy, the prophecies that have come previously concerning you. He said, you have to hold on to them so that by them, by them, by them, by them, this charge, this charge I commit to you, this instruction, this mandate I commit to you so that the prophecies that previously have gone ahead of you, by them, you may wage a good warfare. How many of you know that the warfare you lose is not a good fight? How many of you know that the warfare you lose is not a good fight? It's enough that you struggle for so long. Let me tell you something. When you break through, you will forget all these days. The best reply for poverty is success. The best answer is success. Are you following what I'm trying to say to you? You've already been through hell and high water. You don't need to do Aristo anymore. You've already been through pains. You don't need to be arrested by police anymore. There's another way out. I tell you something. There's another way out. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is real and it's true. There's another government. There's another way out. There's another route with which you can come out because God put you in the family God started it for you because he knows that the excellency of your testimony at the end of the day shall be of him don't hide your family don't hide where you grew up don't hide your name don't hide the school you went to all of that will work for your glory because it's inside a black pot that a white pop comes out man's extremities are man's opportunity listen to me when you come to the end of yourself that is when my God comes to the beginning of himself i tell you never say never when it comes to god when it comes to god you can talk your way into anything out of all the beings that god made is only you and i that speaks lion as royal as he is cannot speak monkey looks like us it can talk parrot tries it can talk glory be to god dolphins have intelligence they can talk 
It's only you and I that talk. I've seen people born without eyes, people born without ears, people born without some fingers. But nobody, if you find one, tell me, born without a tongue. Born without a tongue. That's your authority. Don't shut it when you need to open it. Know when to keep quiet. Let your words be few, but let them come out with power. I'm not talking about when all things are right. I, I'm telling you, when you're in the middle of a mess, when you're in the middle of a trouble, you can come up again. I said, somebody, you're coming up again. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, here's a word for you. This week, God has asked Koza family worldwide, Koza Nigeria. I wanted you to shout supernatural supply. I don't want it to say it in church alone. I wanted to say it while you are driving. I wanted to say it while you are in luck. While you heard the bad death news, if there's anything like that, you need to repeat what God has said. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If you know that you've been redeemed from stagnation and poverty, somebody holler supernatural supply. You need to know what you're saying. I need to know what you're not saying. I'm not talking about the things that will come only because of where you work. I'm not talking about you saying in the confidence of the town you reside. I'm not telling your confidence to reside in your pedigree. Ah, in the middle of nothing, where everything is dry. And the, 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 come and talk to me. Everything is dry. The poor calls you poor. You make bold to say to Jehovah, Ah, being confident in Him and knowing that He that has promised you is faithful. So Somebody had a supernatural supply. Anybody can say nice things when everything is in place. But when in the middle of nothing, in the wilderness, you can shout river. In the desert, you can shout pools of water. Ah, I'm not talking about the God of your village. I'm not talking about your dad or your mom. I'm not talking about humans that can promise and fail. I'm talking about the God that even when there were no there was no food in the wilderness and there was nowhere to buy with the best of money, he brought down the food of angels to them. Where there was no water, he commanded a rock to open its mouth and brought out water for them. Crows! Rain in the wilderness. They had to eat their way to have a way to pass. Somebody say abundance, abundance, abundance. Somebody shout supernatural supply. Some people believe and some people don't believe. Some people are educational juggernauts. They wave their head to the back a little bit and tell, just bring out the son of Gamaliel that is in them, the scholarly sons of Gamaliel that is in them. And they just calculate and say, well, given uh, the things that I'm dealing with and the things that I know that my neighbor is going through, this pastor should tell these people the truth. Why is he exciting them? Somebody here has a trouble. Somebody here is down. Listen to me. Thou scholarly son of Gamaliel. I've heard that phrase before. People have said, listen, there's nothing new on earth. People have said exactly what you're thinking in your heart in the days of the Bible. The Bible says famine was so bad that people began to boil their children. People began to hear the dungs and the feces of even birds. They will sell it and there was no money to buy it. And the prophet of the Lord showed up and said, thus hear the Lord tomorrow about this time. <laughs> he said there's going to be abundance in this city. I prophesied the cause of family worldwide. Supernatural supply. As many as are connected to this anointing, from nowhere your status is changing. Every Sunday you see we dedicate six cars, ten cars. Very soon we'll be dedicating sheep, dedicating airplanes, dedicating houses, industries. Hey, somebody shout! Supernatural supply! 
Now, 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 I want you to sit for a while. Give me like 10 minutes, I'll, I'll, I'll be done with this. You know, some people work hard. And I pity Christians who go for all those motivational meetings. And I'm young, I'm intelligent. I try to be. And I know how to go on the internet and download those things and just come here and tell you those things. But you see, I'm a pastor. I'm with you. I didn't show up in this city to have a one-week program and run away. I'm with you. I need to tell you what works. An unbeliever can know those things. What is your advantage? Why were you saved? One day I rushed to church. I forgot to comb my hair. Then they got me a comb. And I told someone to comb my hair. And the person was combing it anyhow. Ah, so I stopped. I looked at his hair. There was no hair on his hair. I collected the comb. I looked at the people around me. The person that had the fullest hair. I said, comb my hair. It combed it very well. Whoever wants to tell you something, look at that person very well. Uh, doing non-motivational thing. Uh, uh, this one, that one. Yeah, giving you principles that work in America. Here. You want to plant what grows on loamy soil, on concrete? But the Bible says, forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. I love the version that says, forever, O oh Lord, your word is valid for all circumstances. Can I preach it the way I love to preach it? If he was faithful to Abraham, he's going to be faithful to you. If he was faithful to Isaac and did not fail Isaac, he's not getting ready to fail you. If he was faithful to Jacob from generation to generation, he's not getting ready to fail you. In Genesis 28 and verse 15, God said to Jacob, he said, I will never leave you. I will be with you. He said, you will leave this city, but you will come back. I will bring you back and I will never leave you until I have done that which I have spoken to you. Some people operate naturally you see them struggling they're brilliant they're self some people are grace made and that's where i mean i stand the more you get close to me listen to me you see, you, you notice that why does he have a picture what is he saying what is, what is he saying that nobody's not saying see what an elder used to eat is under the plate somebody shout grace 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 when praise starts and you don't dance, I know you. You're a self-made man. When worship starts, you, you pocket, you stand. I know you. See, that person who is a billionaire, who knew how he got there, does not pose at that time. Tap your neighbor and say, I don't know about you. Grace brought me here. Ladies and gentlemen, it may not look like demons are attacking you you may look at a human being like a secretary who vows that you will never submit your proposal like somebody who says you will never get to position again i don't know what it is i don't have time to preach this thing i'm here to let you know that you do not use a natural method to fight spiritual battles i've got a word for you i was coming from the airport i kept on writing and writing and writing and i told my wife God will not even leave me alone. This message keeps expanding. And one of the things God said to me is what a man of God said to me yesterday. Let me tell you the background of this man of God. I was in London uh, and uh, my wife was pregnant. 
I was scared. I wasn't expecting it. Her age did not support that. Even though she had said she was going to be pregnant again. And I said, no, you will not be pregnant again. But she became pregnant. I was scared. I couldn't tell anybody. I didn't even know who to tell. And I was even in England. She couldn't travel with me because she was pregnant. And I was in a train going to somewhere two hours outside London. And I was thinking, how will I undo this? Next nine months of my life is messed up. Oh my God, what's going on here? And because I roamed my number, this prophet just called me. He said, Pastor Bearden, I just stood up from the place of prayer. And God said, I should tell you that E is coming. And he began to tell me about that child. <laughs> I kept quiet because I'm very suspicious. I'm quiet. I refuse to encourage his prophetic spirit. I kept, he said, Pastor Bearden, God said you understand this one. And he will say it. I said, mm, mm, mm. maybe I understand. I understood though. I just wanted to prove it. And, and told me, he said, listen, he said, I will be with you. He told me about some shakings that will have to happen after him. He said, I will be with you. Now, we were coming from a place yesterday. And in the middle of nowhere, there was no network. As soon as the network came a little bit on my phone, this same guy called again. And said, Pastor Beardo, in the place of prayer, the Lord mentioned you. I do not know the meaning of this. But he said, you will understand when I tell you. Guess what he said? It is time. I understood. <laughs> and what God says to one, he says to all. If you're connected to this anointing, I declare over you, it is time. I don't know what that means to you. But if I'm a prophet of God, anointed and ordained over this house, I prophesy to you, it is time. When this man blew me away was when he said, I've been looking for you for two weeks. God told me two weeks ago. <laughs> Walkers, you remember I told you? I said what happened that week had not happened in a ten years. My ten years of being in ministry. In seven days, the things that happened to me. I don't share my testimonies anymore. I won't share it here. But let me tell you something. This man you're looking at has gone. I've gone beyond where the enemy can touch me anymore. Are you following what I'm trying to say to you? God sometimes can help you when nobody wants to help you. And that's the same thing I prophesy over you. I declare over you, you are going to be helped. It doesn't matter those who turn against you, you will be helped. I said you will be helped. I said you will be helped. Cyrus was against the children of Israel. Cyrus was the one that captivated Israel. But one day he woke up. He said, you know something? I've not been able to sleep for a while. He said, I'm looking for people among you that will go and build a temple for God. And everybody raised up their hand. He said, yeah, yeah, one, two, three, four, five. He counted all of them. He said, take materials, take money, take everything. Whoever wants to build, I release you right now. The same person that captured them decided to release them. The same person that was their enemy decided to help them. Your enemies will help you in this season. Somebody will be spreading bad news about you. And while he's thinking he's spoiling you, somebody's have to be taught and say, ah, ah, why is it that they're talking about this man? There must be something about this man. I'm going to help this man. I'm going to sort him out. I'm going to help this young lady. I'm going to sort her out. That is your story in the name of Jesus. I prophesy to you, it is time. Lay your hands on your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I prophesy, it's your time. It's your time. It's your time, it's your time, it's your time. There's going to be a break forth of a new season. It's your time. On several fronts, uh, there's a release of God's goodness. It's your time. In the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen, 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 listen. Look at your neighbor say, because you're connected to this grace. Because you are a child of this vision. In every aspect of your life. Say it this way. I wrote it down. Say several things will be happening to you at the same time. And they will all be for your good. If you believe it, shout hallelujah somebody. I need to close. I need to close. I need to close. It's already a good message, but there's an instruction I need to give to you. In Zechariah chapter number 4 verse 5. Listen, if you are not part of the seven days of glory, you are not part of this church. It's going to start in July 1st to 7th. We fast for seven days. I didn't want to do it because of the amount this day don't was calling. I was pissed off. I was like, what? But God dealt with me. And we paid for seven days. See, I've bent over backwards to make sure that this meeting comes forth. If you choose to exempt yourself, that's your, that's your personal decision. You can't even say, I want to miss a day. Because the things God is telling me about that meeting is crazy. I didn't even want to tell you the preacher's coming. But when I was coming to church today, I just want to mention one to you. See, I respect this guy with the whole of my heart. Bishop Clarence McClendon is going to be here. Listen, it's going, I've not seen, I've listened to Kenneth Hagin, listen, I've not seen any human being that has tripped me in ministry like him. No human being, I'm telling you. And listen, if at this level of my life, I don't know who is solid, then there's nothing I'm doing in ministry. Solid. Solid. It's going to be here. Pastor Anna Sweet from Ohio, you need to Google her. Anna Sweet, she's going to be here. Fantastic preacher. She's going to open the day. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you the other preachers later. I tell you the truth, you can't miss it because of this instruction I want to give you. In Zechariah 4 5, I'm really out of time now. Please help me, help me somebody. Then the angel talked, who talked with me answered and said to me, I wish I could exegete this. Do you not know what these are? He showed a prophet something, Prophet Zechariah. He said, And you call yourself a major prophet and you don't know what these things are? I'm going to explain that to you maybe on Tuesday. What he saw the seven candlesticks, the bowl. And the olive trees. I'm going to explain that to you on, on Tuesday. He said, you mean you do not know what these things are? And I said, no, my Lord. <laughs> Next verse. And he answered, he said, this thing I showed you is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Now look at me, everybody. Hold that scripture. After they came back from exile, the temple, you know, when the enemy came, into, into Jerusalem. The first thing he went to attack was the temple. And when the children of Israel saw that the temple was pulled down, nobody could fight anymore. It's like God was pulled down. Have you noticed when you're reading the Bible, and then in the middle of the battle, they suddenly bring in the Ark of Covenant. Have you noticed how Israelites will shout? They will shout so much that the enemies will begin to shake. That is what they call battle cry. <laughs> I said that is what they call battle cry. 
is a shout of a word or a phrase by a group of soldiers with the intent to intimidate the enemy are you here today and you are son of this vision and the enemy has been intimidating you in your dream you see jesus after this battle cry this morning that is the end of your palaver that's the end of your trouble in the name of jesus said to Zerubbabel now they had broken down the temple then this guy called high priest Joshua and Zerubbabel Zerubbabel was not really a pastor but it was someone in the office who was influential who had money and had the vision to support his pastor Joshua to build back that temple some people got put money in your hand for the kingdom and you are not releasing it now it's between you and God not me because if you don't do what you got to do, God is going to take it and go to someone else. That happens every time. Because God will use someone anyway. Jesus said, if you don't cry out, the stones will cry out. I've seen churches where the elderly people don't give and God begin to raise young people. I've seen churches where young people don't do what they need to do. And even at their old age, the old people are strong. They are not sick. And God will use them. God will use someone anyway told esther he said if you don't rise at this time help you rise from another place if you refuse to rise help you rise from another place and said to to her maybe you've come to the kingdom for such a time as this and when you are no longer relevant god will remove you said this is the word to zerubbabel now zerubbabel and joshua are trying to build the temple and there was a serious resistance serious one serious one i'll tell you why the devil doesn't like anything that will build your faith when they came back from exile and then they see the temple come up everybody will be gingered everybody will be encouraged anything that will encourage you satan will attack it anything that will raise your faith satan will fight it anything that will show a symbol of restoration satan does not like it so there was a fight there was a contention zerubbabel was tired he was using his governmental connection pressing buttons say ah this is the word to listen Zerubbabel you what you are contending with are not physical those things are not physical he says say to Zerubbabel not by might not by power it's not the money you saved it's not the certificate you earned in school all of that are beautiful it's not your background it's not your pedigree it's not someone that promised you if you're going to do anything to God Satan will resist you you must understand those things that have been shown tell Zerubbabel not by might not by power but by my spirit says the lord i love verse seven he said who are you oh great mountain great before zerubbabel you shall be flat <laughs> you shall be flat not before god before zerubbabel you shall he said who are you now listen to this this is the angel that brought a message and you shall become flat and he shall bring forth the capstone. What will he bring you with? With cement? What is the capstone? Capstone is the first thing that shows up in your breakthrough. How many know that when you just see something tiny? How many know how that you can believe God for even bigger things? Once you see, ah, God has done this one. Ah, God has given me US visa two years. Ah, money, money for ticket. How I will survive. God that did it will do it. So Satan attacks the first one. He attacks the capstone. Because once the capstone 
is already cast. It's encouraging. He says it will bring forth the capstone. We shout. Not just shout. Shout off. Grace! Grace! Not to God. Not to himself. To it. You look at that mountain and go to it and say, Grace! Grace! And they are shouting together. That is a battle cry. Well, church, that was the word to Zerubbabel. The word to Zerubbabel was grace, grace. The word to Koza family is supernatural supply. Did you notice that the Bible does not say grace to it? Grace, grace. With me, you begin to bear witness. Go to that your uncompleted building this week. Park with your, with your, with your wife and begin to shout to it. Supernatural supply in the name of Jesus. Hera, I feel something. I feel something. Kina na 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 ba karaba hasere. Hey, 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 hey. Nakrambore de 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 boya. Yandelekre de gebe. The Spirit of the Lord is here. His power is present here. Somebody raise your voice and pray in the Holy Ghost. And begin to prophesy over your uncle, over your mother, over your children. Supernatural supply. That thing that is a mountain is going flat now. If you are sick in your body, supernatural supply of the healing anointing. Don't limit it to finance. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Shout to it, not to God. To it. To it. Let doors fling open. Let opportunities come. Supernatural supply. Don't look down on yourself. There is grace on your lips. Shout what you want. Maybe God is telling you something else. Say it. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If you shall say to this mountain, be thou removed. If you shall say to the mountain, what are you saying to your mountain? It's going flat, it's going flat, it's going flat. Who is in Zerubbabel in this house today? I can't hear you, I can't hear you. Raise your voice. Declare, declare with the prophecy with your good warfare. Hey, 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 hey. The battle cry. The battle cry. Cry. Woo. I can hear you. Speak with boldness on the gallery with audacity. The mountain is going flat, flat, flat.
Look at your neighbor. Say three times. Say who? 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 You notice the Bible doesn't say what is that mountain. Because there is a person behind the mountain. Uh, it is just because the, my bank just didn't give me loan. That is why. There's a who. How do you say who to a mountain? How? Say who are you, oh great mountain? Who? Should I say what? <laughs> News. That who can run. I said he has legs. What did you see, oh mountain, that made you to skip like ramps? <laughs> can I give you a background? God was walking one day, just minding this business. Jordan saw him and fled. What did you see? Starting from today. You are entering, listen, it's an instruction. You are entering into a mode. So starting from today, you're not eating throughout the week. You're preparing for July. Listen, what God said to me, July is going to be a season of perfect manifestation. Some of you have been seeing signs. They will want to come. They will go back. They will want to they will not be able to survive those seven days. And let me tell you something about delay. For every delay, God recompenses. We don't have time. I'm really out of time. I don't feel like being a nuisance this morning. I wanted to lift up your two hands and give thanks. Making mention of the things you believe is yours. If you sense the anointing here today, just know that all things are possible. Can the choir join me upstage?